Welcome to All Ages RPG, the role-playing podcast for gamers of all ages. In our last episode, the Guardians concluded the tower encounter with Balasar evicting elves from the tower in a very unique way, as well as Squeak activating a laser orb. In these and other ways, they cleared the Tower of Elves, leaving the party free to investigate the strange crystals on the tower. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Guardians of India. inspiration and kind of a modified way that I'd like to propose that we use inspiration at the table. But before that I'd like to go around the table. People can introduce themselves by first name and I'd like to hear what has particularly interested you about the campaign so far or something that you're looking forward to finding out or doing in the future. So. I haven't really checked in with all of you to see what is really engaging to you in this campaign. So I can kind of read you at the table when we're playing, but it's also good to get explicit feedback. So, who would like to start? Creek, Creek, Creek. I'll start. Um, I'm going to say... Your first name? Oh yeah. My name is Caleb, and I play Clyde. The thing I'm most interested in is the mystery that's been kind of revolving around this campaign, like why the elves are trying to bring this tower back. Why exactly has the elves and Dragonborn started fighting? I mean, more so than usual. And you know, why all this is just kind of happening? Also, world building. I've always been a fan of that. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Which way do you want to go? Um, who wants to go? I'll go next. I'm Arya, and I play by Suna, and I'm looking forward to seeing where the characters' stories go. Honestly, that's that's very exciting for me too. Um, guess I'll go next. I am Chia. I play Kantu Colwing, and. I'm really excited about two things. One, if Blake's going to make any more references to okra beer. And two, figuring out who Steve really is. He's Steve. Uh, You have to find him. He makes Stevia. (coughs) That's why Zevia is evil. (laughs) Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Hi, I am Corbin. Um, I, I did like a and hand motion. Play. And I played Balasar. What did the um, last name this time, Corbin? Same thing as last time. Cool. 
I have two questions. One of them's serious, one of them's not serious. So I'll do the serious one last. Is there any more doors I'll get to smash? Or that's one of my favorite parts, I mean, not questions. I, I love smashing doors, apparently. And the second one is uh, Steve. Who is he? Why? Who lives? Who dies? Who tells our story? Just Steve. Reference, child, reference. Just who is Steve? Is he dead or alive? And if we're gonna die? Steve is Illuminati. Are we gonna die? <laughs> Minions confirmed. <laughs> My name is Blake. I play Squeak McSqueakerson. And I am interested in seeing where the characters go and what happens with Steve. I'm just excited for everything, honestly. Yeah, me too. I am a happy boy. I can't wait to go into another dungeon, which I think we're going to go into a dungeon because we're staying on top of the tower. Which has a dungeon in it. But sadly, I smashed all the doors in there except for like a few. Just to remind everyone where we left off three weeks ago. Four weeks ago, something like that, when we actually played last, the party had gone to the top of this tower that had risen up out of the Indir Wall as one of the missions that Karen Balthrop had given you as ways of helping the city of Indir, which is struggling under the onslaught and siege of the army of elves and other mammals that have been coming. And this Ooh, tower appeared, and a bunch of mammals appeared on and in the tower, shooting, apes. shooting arrows down and just a threat. So after some discussion, the party decided that that was the priority that they wanted to attend to, and so you attacked the tower, and... I threw a guy off, I threw two guys off of a roof. Climbed up and there was a heated battle with a bunch of elves on top of the tower and the two gnomes. Oh, I'm at 4 HP. Alfor and his apprentice Shonda have flown up and just narrowly missed getting zapped by one of the laser balls that Squeak had turned on. And one of the elves flew off the roof of the tower and down into the opening in the side of the tower. And that's where we left off. There are two large crystal outcroppings that are sticking out of the top of the tower and there is a shimmering heat haze between them. And that's where we begin. I really just, I, I have the urge to hit that with my hammer, but something's telling me not to. Don't. I hit it with my axe and it hit, flew right hit off. Hit what? The, 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 the crystal. The crystal. haze or the crystal? I want to oh, hit the crystal. You can't I hit it. I wish I could hit a uh, heat haze. That would be I'm fun. I'm pretty sure the heat haze is a portal, but you know. Or, you know. Oh, you I'm guess. sorry. I wanted to talk about inspiration. Oh, yeah. So as you remember, I have these the cufflinks that represent the inspiration. So I'm going to open the inspiration mechanic up to the table. So in addition to my awarding inspiration, if anybody else is particularly tickled by someone else's role playing, particularly if you're playing to your flaws or your personalities to the extent that you've shared them, or there's just something that you find really funny, you can award that person one of these 
inspiration cufflinks. Now a person can only have one of those at a time and you can give yours to someone else mm -hmm. as an option instead of waiting for them to do something entertaining. If you have one, you can give it to somebody else. And using that gives advantage on a d20 roll that they have to do. Or you can confer disadvantage on me, or actually anyone. You could say, I don't want you to succeed, so I'm going to give that to you. I don't and want you to kill. Disadvantage. I don't, you, don't, you, know, you know, I don't really want you to kill Squeak here, so I'm going to give oh, you disadvantage. I thought disadvantage. you were going to say Steve. We found Steve at last. He must not die. Leave him alone. Disadvantage. Let him escape. Read the series to continue. Let him escape. Part two confirmed. So, to that end, so there's one for each of you, since you would never be in a situation to have more than one apiece. And we'll try it and see how that works. I'd love to hear your feedback. I haven't. Really Do we really anything. know each other's flaws? Because I barely know mine. Yes, because that was one of the icebreaker questions a couple of sessions ago. Oh, it we went around the table and we talked about what our flaws were. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, how did I forget that? <laughs> yes, everybody knows Steve's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From the very Balasars, he can't eat yeah. his, he would rather eat his armor than tell the lies. No, yeah. no, the, admit he was wrong. Glide's greedy. So give him a... He plays to his flaw. Give him a lot. Yeah, I don't think that requires inspiration. So yeah. Also, I just remembered that I do have inspiration from like five sessions ago. Oh my. Still. Okay. I never used it. Normally inspiration doesn't last from one session to the next. You have it, so why don't you take it? Because we haven't made a point of having that in front of you so that you remember that you have it. And that's good, that kind of primes the pump. Back to the present. We are on top of the tower. Is there anything that any of you want to do? I'll just stick my head through the heat. Okay. Say goodbye to Balasar, everyone. His head's getting vaporized. I stick my head through the heatish area, the heated area. Stickity stook. Who and are you? you? Know, and you know, he sticks his head through, and then he's like, he does McGucket's prophecy. If any of you remember that. <laughs> Old Ben McCuckett's putting in a bucket. That's so all I'm actually going to have this one be Shonda and this Old one be Alpha. Whoa, that emo hair. <laughs> wow, Shonda. Alpha has emo hair. Whoa. Creepy. Look at the, yeah, look at the paint job. And I stuck my head through the hair, but what happens? So it does feel hot as you stick through, but the heat haze as you approach it gets worse and the ripples in the air get worse and the your vision is really distorted and then there is kind of a different color you see the color of the sky you see the color of these black spines that are sticking Ooh. up out of the roof and then you see kind of a purplish <clears throat> color that is not anything that you saw on top of the roof. I, I stick my foot through the haze. Okay. So you are just kind of in the haze and the air is kind of shimmering all around you. The rest of you looking at Balasar, Balasar is Being getting an idiot. thinner. 
He's getting thinner. He's getting thinner. I'm losing oh, weight. I run like through the haze. <laughs> just physically getting thinner. physically getting thinner. Like his body is getting squished a little bit. I run into the haze. I'm clay And then he's gone. Whoosh. Nether portal sound effects. Dude, did Balasar just die? Speaking of Balasar. Alright, Corb, we have to roll a new character next week. I'm gonna go <laughs> Okay, Clyde. Don't That's worry, I brought extras. You can start now. No. <laughs> I actually brought extras just in case. Alright, so Clyde nudges by soon and says, Balasar just disappeared. Why are we whispering about this? I really don't know. I am. Um, <clears throat> What's wrong with your accent, matey? <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> sorry, my voice is. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm just talking about old voice. And you think maybe you can investigate it since you're the magic-y kid? You know. Magic-y? <laughs> you little Miss Magic here. You think you're ever there? Little Miss and Magic. And he's teleported off the side of the tower. <laughs> he begins falling to his death. <laughs> Splat. There's a giant stomach. Harry Potter? <laughs> what what does investigation even what what is that check even for? I forget the specific Investigation is to find clues for things that you know are there, or to find things like in a library that you know the information is there, you need to find it. Whereas okay. perception is noticing stuff that you don't know is there. So if you're just looking for something interesting, that's perception. And what's if you're, I know that this person was here and they left something here, then that's investigation. Okay. Finding something that you know is there, investigation. Any other finding things that may or may not be there is perception. Uh, can I check this thing out and see if I notice anything? Of course. Um, what's that with that be? What exactly are you looking at? So there's the, the crystal, there's the haze. I'm going to look at the crystal and see if it's the source of the haze. All right. So it's going to shimmy on over here next that to That might be, um, you could do a perception. You could also do an arcana check. I'm going to use a... So what are you doing? I'm going to use a perception. You um, you were going over I guess I'll go further into the portal as well. Further up and further in. So do I do the number on the perception? That's a 10. Plus 8 is 18. We have 8 for... I rolled an 8. How much is So what is your perception? 10. It just says 10. Like, I think I might roll the wrong. Mine's 11. So... No, that's the right die. Oh, uh, yeah. That seems like a really high bonus. I know. I don't know if I wrote that down correctly. So it should be the modifier from wisdom and your proficiency bonus if you're proficient in perception. Yeah, he's proficient in perception. Okay. So, so that would modifiers. still be a plus two, right? Oh. That would... That would or be, are you at plus three? Now? It's plus four because he has plus two wisdom and plus two proficiency. Oh, Smart okay. Point. So it's plus four. Okay, and then it's like a forty-two. Okay. So eight plus four, twelve. Twelve. Okay. So yeah. All right. Really Looking at the crystal, it does appear that there is a faint light within the crystal that 
you don't notice until you get really close to it because the, it's daylight. There's, there's light here and the sunlight is refracting around in the crystals already, but you look at it and there is like an odd color in these crystals, sort of a purplish color that you see pulsing within it. And so yes, that probably has something to do with the field, also that it's only in between the crystals, like a curtain draped in between or stretched between them. I'm gone. So, Balasar, um, you find yourself on sort of there. a purple sand plain <gasps> with something of a maroon sky. Pretty. And looking behind you, you can see sort of a whitish shimmer behind you that you had just walked away from. I stick my hand through it. All right. Again, your hand shimmers as if it is also quivering with, like the air, with heat. And squeak, you're about to enter and this hand comes out. I grab him and pull! All right. Pull! <laughs> Strength check, I'm assuming. So, the hand starts feeling around, because you can't see him. You're just looking at your hand, and your hand is shimmering, and then you're feeling something, and it's a snout or a beak? It's a beak. That's right. So you feel a beak. Grab and pull! Is it going to be All me? Right. So is that going to be Hell a no. strength check? Oh, yeah. No squeaks looks like. All right. You remember? Yeah. A knack 20. I hope he doesn't pull me right. through. And what is your strength check? Oh, 18. All right. So you grab the beak and tug on the beak and... It just kind of like played out. No. <laughs> yeah, Squeak's just like... No. Come back. <laughs> yeah, you have a scratch on your palm from the, uh, the beak. <laughs> the bird bit me! And the hand disappears again. And it was clearly red scales of your friend <laughs> and fellow soldier, Balasar. <laughs> Doing, you know, doing the D and D portal version of what Lucia did earlier of boo jump scare. <laughs> I'm kind of boo, jump scare. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. So folks at home, I'm confused too. Boo, jump scare. She tried to jump scare me when I arrived. Oh. It didn't work the best. <laughs> yeah, she's right. Boom! Jump scare! Boom! Jump scare! I'm gonna go further in. <laughs> right. like, to avoid circle. everybody <laughs> trying to... <laughs> what were you trying to do? <laughs> to avoid everybody so as you're to going jump scare in, each other. Alphor calls out and says, Yes, please look around and come back and tell us what you see. And then you walk through the haze and the air around you is swimming and distorted, almost with the waves, it's a little bit like diving into a pool and the turmoil of the water swishing around you. And then you too are off the top of the tower and on a purple plain, maroon sky, and Balasar is there looking at his hand. What time of day is it? There is no obvious sun in the sky. There is just light. Help me, Chris. It's illuminated. It's not brightly lit. 
Hmm. Valazar is just making a purple sand angel. Help me make a sand angel! What about Tantu and what about Vaisuna? You've just seen two of your party disappear into a heat shimmer. No, I'm, I'm not going through that just yet. <laughs> Kantu goes, let's go see, and goes on Let's through. go see, he holds up a giant sea. I know, it's like, she just makes like a sea sign with her and just walks through, let's go see, and my terrible puns are okay. went And you also go through the shimmer and appear in this purple plane. I would like the three of you that are on the plane to do perception checks. Mm. And what are the two of you who are on the The Jurassic Awakens. So, what are those of us on the Marshall plane going to do, Vaisuna? Um, I'm just going to wait for something else to happen. That would be a nine. Well, that would be something else. And I'm going to try to push Vaisuna and buy both in. <laughs> Good luck! <laughs> Okay, I'm Sorry, it was a nine, a thirteen. What are we and rolling? Fifteen. I think it's. I think it's gonna be strength. They're trying to push each other. That's in. a seven. No, yeah. he's trying to push me in, and I'm trying not to. That's zero. a zero. Just grab. Just grab him and pull like, him it's in. Kind of like a scene That's like a, a sixteen. Yes. Where my guy's kind of like. And she just doesn't budge your slightly. <laughs> your feet came out of nowhere. Your little kobold claws in the small of her back, and it just. Your feet are kind of shifting back and they're <laughs> stepping forward and kind of running in place. <laughs> I try yeah, what do you say when, other things. when he does this kind of stuff? This Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yes. You're just like, Clyde. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, Shonda has come over and she's Don't examining the crystal. Don't poke the crystal. crystal. Don't, poke the crystal. Don't turn it off. Oh, it's so much fun. What a great idea. <laughs> Don't no! give the DM ideas, you fool! <laughs> That's what I'm the best at. That's so much fun. You don't want to know. So you got a 15, and Kantu got a 13, is that right? Yeah. Okay, so Kantu, you notice that I believe you each have a key medallion. At this mm -hmm. point, right? We did that shortly yeah. before attacking the tower, or so you each have a key, and the keys are glowing slightly, as if you had activated the light. Which actually, in this time period, you guys didn't know about the light effect, but that's going back to the human flashback. You may remember that each of the medallions you had could be activated to generate light. Actually, so it's not glowing as bright as a light spell, but it is glowing slightly. Didn't we figure it out, though? Yeah, you remember we had to say episode? something in. No, that was the shimmer uh -huh. effect. Uh, what was the words for that? I already forgot. I have it written shimmery, down. Shimmery, shimmery. Woo. It Glitter. Was, so while she's looking that up. Imbraxitul. Imbraxitul. Oh, I wrote it down too, but I Ooh, thought it was Ember Axe. And I can't roll my tune. Oh, I, I wrote it down too. So. And I also drew this down. I wrote it as Ember Axe tool. Looking around on the plane, you see a glimmer several yards away in a different direction. You can look down and see the footprints of the three of you in the sand. 
boot prints and two sets of claw prints from the Aarakocra leading away from this fairly bright shimmer behind you. There's a little glimmer some distance away that you notice. I'm gonna do a flyby, you know. Your clumsy flyby. So just to, just to paint the picture in case I've not put it in these terms before, when Squeak flies, it's like Woodstock from Peanuts. <laughs> Lots of effort and not a lot of headway. Okay. So that's how it is for Squeak because he was not born to flight and he doesn't really have full flight feathers when he's doing it. He looks convincing, but not fully avian when he's doing it. Okay, yeah, so the, the you flutter and you flap like your way over there. Primaries. And as you approach, it he by the DLC. <laughs> is a slightly different shimmer. It resolves into something that looks very much like the thing that you three have come out of. And I come over. But it's on a different part of the beach. And I come over and sit on Squeak. He's going to. He's in midair. Yeah, I know. I come You're over and dive on him. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna come over and stand on his shoulders just because. <laughs> I'm gonna like come stand on his shoulders. I'm gonna come over and stand on his shoulders. I look at these two dodging in the air around each other, just like what's no, going on. And then both die. of you I'm fall sixty dying. feet out of the air and die. So, not done. Don't give us the other idea. I was gonna come over, stand on him, and don't help bring up, him up. over. Ooh, what a good idea! I see. So you're attempting to assist him. Yeah. Right. I hope I don't squish straight through him. So, that's happened before. Oh my! Give an insight check. <laughs> Squeak. Do an insight check as the other Aarakocra is diving at you. A nat twenty. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. So. Your initial kind of lizard brain response is, she's gonna eat me. But, you remember, she's done this many times, or he, sorry, he has done this many times before, and this is just an assist. When, when Kantu gets impatient, he helps you get where you're going. So, your choice as to whether you're gonna try and dodge out of the way or not. He's coming to wait until the last moment and then go, nope. <laughs> All right, okay. so then I, I want dexterity. it to be She's going to fall through the portal. Tested dexterity save. Meanwhile, on the Marshall plane. 22. 19. Ouch. Wow, very close. Kantu manages to grab your wing and help you over, and you two land? By the portal? Alright, yeah. so Kantu is Can I run helping over to you, them? but also kind of forcing you down, and you both alight in front of the shimmer. Look at the shimmer, and Balasar is huffing and puffing at <gasps> clanking and jangling. And clouds of smoke coming out of his mouth. Yes. <laughs> so there's an interesting effect as you're looking back at Balasar that as he's stepping, the sand puffs up behind him and settles very, very slowly. Oh my god. Is the sand made of changelings? Kantu's <laughs> <laughs> worst nightmare. What's the gravity level? Wait, wait. I am not there, but I have a world question. 
Is, what's the gravity like on this planet? Is this like a moon thing where like they'll step on this thing, it's kind of poof? They have not noticed any difference. Mm. Otherwise, Balasar can spiral off through the air. Try jumping um, really high. He's going to try and... I'm going to come back to you guys as you're reuniting by this other gate. So, this back on top of the town. of changelings. We're back, folks! <laughs> Klein looks over, or I guess Klein notices the gnomes. And so, do you guys notice anything dangerous about it? Uh, no, not in itself. It's not dangerous. It's it's a gate of some kind. I'm curious that they haven't returned yet to report what they've seen. I'm I might too much fun. I might send in an eye to look. An eye, like well, like has. Are you going to like pick up the holder? Yeah, going to pick up pine throws. <laughs> <laughs> Mysuna yeah. is yeah. contemplating doing that. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Please Shana, do. meanwhile, is... Yes, <laughs> this is very interesting. Like, has a mechanical eye and throws These crystals, they seem to be in... Uh, operating in a harmonic with one another, and that's about as much as you can understand from what she's saying, because she starts going into something extremely technical and arcane. And just this ongoing monologue of kind of enthusiastic magic noise that she's making. Speak common. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't really speaking to you. I was speaking to my master, Alfar, and reporting what I'm... Okay, then. Uh, <laughs> Rejected. So... So how likely is it that we die if we go through this thing? Oh, no, I wouldn't think it's likely at all. I think that they... If, if you were to die by touching the field, they would have died here. They wouldn't disappear first. They've gone somewhere. And then died. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Probably he he pulls out a little cheesecloth mm -hmm. package and unwraps it, and there's an eyeball there. And like a little he, eyeball? It's an eyeball, yeah. Like oh, an what? actual eyeball? Like, like from a, like a cow dissection thing. And then Ew. blows <laughs> on it, and it rises up off of his hand and then goes into the field. This is like turned into scenario in like five seconds. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, uh, not sure. Like, Conti's like, Conti's like, so do you want to go through the portal now? At first, Conti's like, oh, throw yeah, sure. Him, throw so him, let's see throw what our friends him, are throw doing. Him, throw him, and throw Conti him, throw him, throw him. And Conti notices what's known, like a flying slide. Do you really want to be thrown no. into this thing? No, no. Throw okay, him, I, yes. Okay, so we're just going through the portal. Yeet okay. him! <laughs> so, much like the others, there's a shimmer and a strange visual distortion. And you appear in this... <gasps> what like if the rice and sand is just lag? Hmm? Transporter noises. <laughs> and you see Maybe some I'm distance Scotty. away in the dim maroon light, you see your three companions. Standing maybe 40 yards off. In the eye. Oh, the tiger. In the eye the... <laughs> hey guys! What is this place? Training monsters. I don't know, but it's awesome! So it has a lot of purple. By soon purple! Purple! I love purple! You hear 
a thing that you didn't really notice before because you weren't speaking much with one another when you came through, but by Suna yelling, there is a strange reverb and almost reversing under her voice as she speaks. So it's like, hey, guys, 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 guys. Guys, hey guys, it's under her voice as well. What would so purple it's like be? A, it's a weird reverse that's happening as well. And it's not an echo, it's a simultaneous forward and backwards speech that comes out. And it's very, it's the backwards is very soft, but audible when you're yelling. And so you hear that. Like in the Gravity Falls theme. Vaisuna just yells, Taco Cat! (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Can we do more inspiration for that? I already have inspiration. (laughs) That's something that when spelled backwards is the same, but not when said. There's stuff that when said backwards and forwards. Taco Cot! (laughs) Taco (laughs) Cot! Wait, can I have that on a t-shirt, please? Taco Cots. I'm not going to stop you. It's not copyright. Kayak. Kayak? Yeah, that's a Kayak. Clyde, um... So, as you're standing there in two groups, 40 yards apart, there is a brightening in the field that's in front of you. The three of you. Uh, Squeak, Kantu, and Balasar. Yes. yes. The three that have gone over to a different shimmer that they saw in the distance. That shimmer is brightening in kind of a bluish tone. I throw different, my fist through it. Different, different color. All right. I'm throwing a fist through it. No, that's what you're doing. Yeah, we're throwing a fist. Through, but we so have a surprise. Off I would like you to surprised. do. I would like you to do an unarmed attack roll. So strength. Yeah. That's a twenty-three. Very nice. Whoa. So <laughs> your five points of damage. Your arm kind of swishes and disappears into this thing. And in kind of a weird, delayed fashion, you've punched your arm in and it's disappeared up to the elbow. And then about a second after you punch, you feel something connect with your <gasps> hand, your fist rather. And then I pull it back really fast. Okay. Contu sticks his head on through. You pull it back really fast and it comes back gradually. Contu sticks his head through. Is there any blood on my fist? And or did I just punch I'd a like wall? I'd like you to roll initiative. <laughs> I'm real Balasar, yes. Thus concludes the 50th episode of All Ages RPG, with Balasar interacting with the world in the only way he knows how, no matter how strange and alien that world is. What did he punch? Will half the party be stranded on this strange planet forever? Where are they, even? These questions and more to be answered as the journey continues. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and the podcast app. 
We hope you enjoyed this part of the twelfth session. We certainly enjoyed playing it. And I certainly enjoyed being real Balashar and making the giant stomach reference. <laughs>